Okay. It seems appropriate to begin 20, 2015 thinking about... I'm going to have to shift now, aren't I? Thank you so much. Thinking about what happened in 2014. That's a long time to think about what happened, but through the wonders of modern technology, um, hey, I can access things like Facebook and Twitter and emails and things that we send, and so I've been through all that. And I've picked out a number of, of events and things that we've done each month from January to remind ourselves of the things that we as a church get involved in. And so I'm going I'm to go through the year. That was the year that was. I'm going to go through the year. And then what we're going to do is um, I'm maybe going to go through it, just one or two things in that year and just give a reason as to why we did it. Where was the spiritual dimension to that particular thing that we got involved in and why did we get involved in it? And I understand everything is spiritual, but you see what I'm saying here, don't you? We're going to pick out one or two things. Then what we're going to do, we're going to do it together. And if you look under your chairs, you'll have seen them already. There's a yellow and a white piece of paper. And you've all got pens because uh, they were on your seats. And what we're going to do, I'd like you to do the same exercise and to maybe pick either, let's pick the white piece of paper for 2014. And so we and just think about it. And, and what would be really great, rather than just writing, why don't you try and draw pictures? You know, stick men, simple pictures, things like that. Because it's a well-known fact that images stay with us a lot longer than words. Uh, and in fact, smells stay with us even longer than that. But I don't know how we can achieve the smelling part of the, 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 the exercise. So just to remind yourselves of one or two things. So start by thinking now. Obviously, listen to what I'm saying as well. Um, but start be thinking now, well, what happened to me in 2014? And I want us to think largely positive. I understand that that isn't what life is like and, and negative things happen. But I'd like this to be a time where we think about the positive things that have happened in 2014. Because again, rather oddly, we remember the bad things more than the good things. And I think it's a good habit to get into to remember the good things. And for those of us who believe it's, big, it's good to think, well, God, how... What, how how and what were you doing at that point? Why, why, would, why did that happen? It may be a negative thing that turned into a good thing. So that's what you're going to do on the white paper. And then after that, together, uh, you're going to think about 2015. And what kind of things are you looking forward to in 2015? What things have you learned from 2014 that you're going to take into 2015, which is obviously now? I'm going to go into that in a little while, but let me, let me begin in January 2014. And in January, forgive me if I miss anything out. All right, I'm, I'm only human. Um, but these are things that I pulled out. We began January by rekindling that relationship with Airedale Church in Keithley. In fact, since Jeff Newton moved up to Keithley and took over the senior leadership there, I've really found a kinship with Jeff Newton, who is a leader of, of Airedale Church. And, you know, now, I can skip ahead of myself, but that, that was a, that's a really good thing. We, we started that. And we began then to do these encounter evenings. Remember the four encounter evenings we did in 2014? We began those in January, and we did those jointly with Airedale. And, and a lot of folks traveled over from Airedale to be part of that encounter evening. And if you remember, the encounter evening is just, it's just there's no agenda. We just come together to worship God, to pray together, to praise together. Uh, and just see what happens and see what it says. And we also developed Hope College. Again, this is, you know, that thing, that partnership with Airedale Church. We, we created and put together Hope College, and we decided what schools we were going to have throughout the year, and we launched the registration of that. And in February, we tried, we tried out two forms of, of outreach. And they, 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 they both weren't a roaring success. Um, we tried out, one was soup. Do you remember soup? No, you see, that's why it wasn't a roaring success. Um, so soup, <laughs> soup was something we, we, we wanted to do outside on the steps. We did it a couple of times, uh, uh, and then it wasn't working. So we, we, we kind of stopped that, but it was a lesson learned, and it was something that we wanted to do, we wanted to get involved in, see if it works, see if, see if we're getting traction with it, and we didn't. And that's fine. That's cool. So we tried that. That was one 
outreach that we tried, and that was having soup at the bottom of the steps. And the second one was Alpha. So we, we launched Alpha, and we launched it in Costa Coffee, in Headingley, uh, and that didn't go, go too well either. <laughs> We, 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 we leafleted like crazy. I, I, we, did, we did a whole kind of, we did a few Sundays going through Alpha. Uh, and again, that didn't quite work. Uh, and, but, you know, what was really good about that was, and, and, Alpha, uh, and Andrea and Paul Airy will testify to this, it was a good dry run. It was a good dry run. So we, we you know, basically just church folk there, wasn't it? For the first one, it was just church folk and then not anybody else. Um, but it was a good dry run and you were able to go through some of the material and work it out. So we tried those, weren't so successful. What was more successful in February was we did the ladies' breakfast and Kathy at the back there, she did the ladies' breakfast. She went to the ladies' breakfast. Obviously, if you're a man, don't put your hand up. That would have been a bit weird. It was a good time, I understand. Yeah, great time. Uh, and then we began our year-long journey through the Gospels. So hopefully by December, you'll have realized what we did. <laughs> so we started quite logically with Matthew. And then in March, we began posting our videos online. And we did this to make them much more accessible. So if you couldn't get here on a Sunday, uh, if there are people out in the world, you know, who maybe want to access teaching from elsewhere, that is a really great way of helping them because videos are a lot more engaging than, than just audio, listening to audio on its own. Well, that's the kind of world we're living in right now. Everything is visual. So we launched those things. And we began to organize to do Alpha again. We weren't giving up. We weren't giving up on Alpha because we love Alpha. Alpha is one of the greatest evangelistic tools probably created uh, you know, last, last century. <laughs> uh, and it's reached literally millions and millions of people. And millions and millions of people have come to faith all over the world. So we think it's a really valuable tool. So we tried it again. But interestingly enough, we did Alpha with, we partnered with Vineyard Church based in Headingley. So two churches coming together, united in a common cause. And that was rather successful. We had a number of people come to that Alpha. We held it again at Costa Coffee in Headingley on a Monday night, was it, Andrea? Monday night. And that was very, we had a number of folks come to that. Uh, and, you know, they did the whole course. I don't know whether people ended up going to Vineyard. I don't know whether they came coming to here, but at the end of the day, there was at least 13 odd people that, 13 or so people, 13 odd people sounded a bit weird, 13 or so people who learn more about Jesus, who learn more about our faith and why we believe what we believe. And that can only be a good thing. So even if it was just dropping that, that pebble in the, in, you know, in the lake and the ripples began to move outwards, and that, that's brilliant. We started them on their journey of faith. I created that In This House video, which we played at the beginning of every Sunday. And again, I'm going to go into why I did that in a little bit. And we continue to advertise Hope College um, after a really successful launch of School of Prophecy, which we had. And, you know, there was 40, 50-odd people that came to that over four Saturdays in one month. And uh, who came to the School of Prophecy from here? I know Sarah did at the front. Good time? Really useful? Always useful. Teaching is always good. Uh, and so, again, it, that was very encouraging. And we also... On the back of that, I think it's pretty much on the back of that, I went out and bought loads of art stuff. Because, you know, one of, the, one of the ways in which we can be prophetic is not just through prayer and through praise, but through what we draw, through what we paint. Uh, and we began to just dabble in that creative kind of uh, uh, pond that we, we can swim in. You know, we, we began to go, wow, this, this is something we can do here. And there's been a number of things. In fact, under the table over there, they've been taken down because we've got these Christmas nativity scenes up. Um, is loads of artwork that's, that's been done, that's been completed, and every one of them speaks of something. Uh, and we'll continue to do that and continue to encourage us to do that. In fact, this morning, I can see a few there. I, maybe you can go into that in a little while and, and see what was being said over there. And what I found interesting this morning, and bless your heart, thank you so much, Becca. Where's she gone? Beautiful. Beautiful. It just does something. I love seeing people just dance like that. I just 
Les Smith, there's a certain anointing on individuals, and Becker uh, is certainly one of those people. So that was it. Uh, in April, myself and Ben Cordy invited the men to get in on this breakfast act. And uh, we organized a morning together. And that was lovely. That was lovely. Um, we did it up in the Loft Cafe there. And obviously, it's men's breakfast. So we had bacon. Because uh, that's what you do when you have a men's breakfast. You have bacon. None of this pan chocolat or croissant nonsense with bacon. Mm. Don't even need the, don't even need the bread, just bacon. Uh, and that was nice. Uh, we held our second encounter evening. And this time, we held it at Airedale Church. So. A number of us went over to Airedale Church, and again, we strengthened that relationship with Airedale in Keatley. And then, interestingly, we held a prayer walk. That came out of something. I'm not quite sure what it came out of. Just a number of us just decided it'd be really great to do a prayer walk around this area here. Um, and we focused not only around this media area, but we actually went down to Hyde Park uh, and to, to Woodhouse. Uh, and we prayed, and pe- a number of us walked and prayed, and, and it was fantastic, and my kids kind of came along to that. But then also some people stayed here and wrote things down. What is God saying to you? What, what, what is he wanting for not only this area, but for Leeds and, and what have you? And when we came back together and finished the evening off with coffee and what have you upstairs, it was amazing to see the connection between what we were praying for and the prayer walk and what we were prophesying was pretty much the same thing that we were seeing written on the board of what the guys had been praying for here. So it's wonderful. We all know that the Holy Spirit kind of speaks to us, but it's just great to, to see that in action, that he speaks to more than one individual. And you know that you're onto something when God says the same thing to more than one individual at different times and in different places. So that was fantastic. Uh, and then we started that Alpha course um, with Vineyard. So we organized it in March and then began it properly uh, in April. In May, again, dabbling in that creative thing, uh, Kathy held a creative worship session on a, on a Saturday morning. So for a number of hours on a Saturday. Uh, and again, really great to come together, wasn't it, Kath? And, and for you guys who were involved to, to do that, to begin to work out worship in ways that is more than just singing, is more than just um, praying. We also, and this is another thing that we tried, but in the end didn't really work, so we stopped it, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's, you know, trying stuff out, and if it doesn't really go, well, then, okay, that's fine, we'll, we'll stop that. It's not giving up, you're just evaluate, evaluating and going, there's not, this isn't scratching an itch, you know, and we tried the open house Thursdays, where I opened up the musicians on it one Thursday every month and invited everybody to come along. And we got very little take up on that, so I thought, okay, well, that's, that's fine. And so we, we stopped that, but at least we tried it. Um, and we continue to rekindle and strengthen our relationship with Ian and Marge Russell uh, from Leicester. Ian, whom we regard as somebody very apostolic. And to be fair, I'd say the same goes for Marge as well. And we were quite specific in, in this particular thing where we invited Ian to come and speak about his book, uh, Win the World or Escape the Earth, which is a book he co-authored with Tony Waston. There's still some copies over in the corner there, they're, they're 10 quid each, grab one, um, give us the money for it later. Uh, but a really challenging book on what we think about the end times, you know, what, what, what does the Bible say, what is Revelation all about, and all that kind of stuff. But really easy to read, really accessible, and so much so that we had him come and speak in a coffee and conversation evening, uh, again up in the Loft Cafe, and we had cake, so that's always good, isn't it? Uh, and... Forgive me if I, if I got this date slightly wrong. I think I haven't, but I think around about May, Hannah, you began to work on doing little readers in East End Park, didn't you? So we began to dip our toe into this East End Park life. What's, what's going on there? And so Hannah now heads up, and Kathy helps her as well with this, uh, a toddler reading group, which happens every Tuesday morning over in, in East End Park. And she started that in May, and that they have a number of folks come to that with their, with their kids. Because one of the things that Hannah identified, and it wasn't Hannah, I mean, you got it from information from elsewhere, was the literacy rate uh, in places like Eastern Park isn't the best. Um, and so Hannah, Hannah just felt that God said to you know, create a space where parents can just read to their kids. Uh, and that's a wonderful and beautiful thing. So she started that, and that's still going. In June, a number of people came to faith. 
Hallelujah. You know, they publicly came to faith and entered into a relationship with Jesus. And then we began our series working through the Gospel of Mark, uh, which was, again, wonderful. And then Hope College held um, its second school of the year, which was the Father's Heart. And we held that again over in, in Airedale. And for those that came, I think you agree that was a good time as well. And then the, outside of the, kind of the public stuff that we do, the leadership forum, so that's those of us who kind of lead stuff or, or, or kind of have some area of influence within City Church leads, we began to meet about uh, and to talk about and to pray about what is the future of us, what is the future of this family here, City Church leads. Um, where are we going exactly? Where, where have we been? Um, but we need, we need to find a direction again. And so we began, and we met regularly every Monday, Monday evening, again appropriately so, because um, Ben and Hannah opened up their home and began to meet in Eastern Park and to pray about the future of City Church Leeds together with, again, no particular agenda other than, what, God, what are you saying about us as a family? So we did that in June. That was good. And in July, we held our third encounter evening. Again, we came back to Ashwood Centre, and we did that. And again, a number of folks travelled over from Airedale and Keithley to take part. Kath held uh, another creative worship session. This time, she involved a friend of hers who attends Mosaic Church, a lady called Barbara McNish. Uh, and what kind of things did you focus on in, in that, that session? Was it, was it painting? Painting and prophetic again, because I think when you did your initial one, it was about dance, wasn't it, and what have you. So another aspect of that creative thing. But again, it was also good to involve other people from other churches in the city, which is, is wonderful. And we began to journey through the Gospel of Luke. What did we think about those things, the, the Gospels? Was it a good, good sessions that we went through? Challenging, but, but good to go through that? Great, number of nods of heads, that's always, always good. Um, we, again, we went back to Little Readers and we supported them, and Hannah and, and Kath and, and those that help, as they joined in Lark in the Park uh, that happens every year at East End Park. So Lark in the Park, so stalls and activities and uh, things like that. Uh, and Little Readers had a stall there inviting people to come and join them if they're kind of parents and kids and what have you. And they had a good time. We also then, at this point, we had what we call the family fireside chat. So if you visit here this morning, forgive me if you don't know what that is really, but um, I guess to put it simply, it's just we come together as a family, um, as a church family, to, to talk about something, to discuss stuff about you know, whatever things are on the agenda. So it's very much different from a Sunday morning. It's coming together and being quite administrative, really. Um, so we did that. And... Um, what we spoke about then was we more openly discussed this possibility of moving our base, moving our Sunday morning meetings and all that's kind of attached to that to East End Park. Do you remember? So we began that. And we did that in July. Um, and we asked you, you know, to continue to pray and to ask questions about it. And we gave you loads of opportunity. We gave you the whole summer. Like we gave you like eight, eight to ten weeks to, to go away, pray, think, and to come back and to discuss and chat one-on-one -on -one if you wanted to. And so we, we did that in July. In August, Hope College held its first summer school, again, over in Airedale. About 15, 16 people attended that. So we did that four days, over four days in one week in August. And that's a real commitment for people to give that up uh, over the summer. Uh, and, and the people did. And that was wonderful. That was a good time. Uh, and it was also Yorkshire Day in August, and a lot of people went on a holiday. So not much else happened in August, but it was a good time. I bet you all had a good time doing various things on your holidays in August, and maybe you can write or draw those things. <coughs> Just got to get a drink of... Can, yeah, here we go. Thanks, Chris. <coughs> now, what major thing happened in September? Can we think about that? Let me ask that question. One major thing happened in September. <laughs> weekend away. That was the one I was after. I've got a long list here, but that's it. We went on a joint weekend away with Airedale Church, strengthening that relationship, seeing people come together. And that was, I loved it. I thought it was great. And we did that at Bassenfell Manor uh, in Cumbria. 
And that was such a good time. You went on some great walks, on a lovely boat trip where I got soaked. Uh, and and it went, we, we all stood in a pier. The picture should have, there you go, you see bottom left hand side, we all stood in a pier. Uh, it didn't collapse, it was great. And that was wonderful. What a great picture that is. The church family together, you know. What wonderful. Absolutely loved it, loved that. And we're going to do that again this year as well, uh, around about September, so around about the same time. Um, we initiated a, a number of prayer evenings. So we came back from August and we initiated a number of prayer evenings again to continue to consider this move, this potential move to East End Park. And so we called people together uh, once again and it culminated, as Hannah shouted from the back, in, an, in another fireside chat. So we came together, right, you've had, we've had all summer, we've had discussions, we've had talk, we've had prayer. Uh, and it led us to agree together and, I re- and I'll talk about this in a little while, um, that as a church, the East End Park is going to be our destination. That ultimately, we're going to move our base, our meetings, and everything that we do. We're going to focus it in on that community over at East End Park. Okay. Uh, I also began uh, a 20s to 30s life group, uh, which begin, began to meet at the Heart Cafe in Headingley. Uh, and life, a few of the life groups changed shape. And forgive me again if I get the, the date slightly wrong, but um, Horsforth and Yeadon life groups merged and they became one, but they, they, they did things a little bit differently as well. It isn't just about meeting on a Tuesday or Wednesday evening, but they do little groups as well as that kind of main group as well. Um, and after many, many years of having a life group at our house, so the Kelly household, um, we, we, we stopped that, we finished that life group. And it was, it was a bit sad, because we'd been, we'd been doing something at our home since we came back from Covenant College, which is in 2006. And we'd had a, in fact, yeah, yeah, 2006. And so we, we'd had a number of people come through our home, have tea and coffee and biscuits with us and praying together and chatting together and debating together for a number of years. And, 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 and it, was, it was sad but great to think about that as well, that what happens in these small groups and when you come together, when you meet, the relationships that you develop and that you form. And so I guess maybe just at this point, a real note, if you are not in a life group, make 2015 the year to which you commit to a life group. And if you want to host a life group, if you think that people would come to you, come and chat to me, come and see me, and we'll support that. But it is important that every individual is part of a life group because that's where life can really happen. That's where accountability can really take shape in what you do. So I started doing that. Um, and Kathy became involved in co-leading a life group in East End Park, a youth life group in East End Park with Ben Jones. And that's what they did there. So that's good. So a number of life groups forming, one stopping. And also in September, myself and John Casey, we worked through a four-week series covering the DNA of who we are as a church, covenant, kingdom, and restoration. Think about the things I've been saying as well, and where do those three things come into what we've done in 2014? I'll point out a few in a bit. In October, these churches came together to be involved in the 24-hour prayer initiative uh, and that was held at St. George's in Leeds City Centre. Who went along to maybe an hour or so of something of that? Okay, a few of us. They're going to do it again this year. Prayer is really important. It's a whole day. Try and give it some time if you can, maybe a half an hour, 20 minutes, if not an hour. You know, get, get connected with others around the city within that if you're able. Um, and in October, we also enjoyed a different kind of encounter because uh, we had a Halloween light party held over at Airedale with Church, and we also partnered with the youth organisation Excite, and we held that over in Keithley, and that was lovely. That was that was such a good time. It really was. And for those of you who came over, I hope you you agree with that. Um, uh, maybe we'll do the same thing again this year. I don't know. November, Hope College had its final, and I would say very successful school of the year, and that was a school of arts media and mission and we ran that here and Pete and Pat Gray and Kathy kind of organized that and led that and Pete in particular um, did, a, did a lot of work for that and it was quite noticeable, noticeable as well notable for its, its many teachers that came outside of our normal circle of partnerships so those we would normally kind of pull in Pete and Pat 
managed to get folks from other places and other disciplines to come in and talk about that. And, and it was a mixed bag. It was, it was fantastic. I loved it. Really, really good. And hopefully we'll do something similar again this year. Now, since we made that decision to move to East End Park, from November, since we'd made that right, that's our destination. From November, we began to get you know, noticeably more interest in buying Ashwood Centre. So from barely any interest whatsoever, all of a sudden, come November, the people were pretty much lining up to come and visit, to come and look, and to come and check it out. So there's no firm offers at that point, but the amount of people that were coming to want to have a look at it just increased. It was, it was phenomenal. Um, we also uh, twinned our toilets here at Ashwood Centre. Um, with a, a, a group called Tear Fund. It's a toilet twinning. Who's heard of toilet twinning? Okay, so basically you twin your toilet. It's a really good thing, tfund.org. You twin your toilet with uh, a toilet in Africa, India, those kind of places. Uh, you pay, I think it's 60 quid to twin your, twin your toilet. And that 60 quid goes towards bringing you know, decent sanitation and help to these places that wouldn't otherwise get that. So it's a fun, and what they do is they send you, you'll have seen them in the two toilets, they send you a picture of your toilet that you're twinned with. Uh, and so you know, and it is the actual toilet, so you know what you're, you're, you're putting your money towards. And so we did that. Uh, it's a bit of fun, but really serious as well, you know, because sanitation is the thing that, that, that is, is the death of a lot of people in those countries, those developing countries. So we did that. Uh, where are we now? And we began our final gospel journey as we worked through the book of John. Now in December, we held um, our Christmas family and carols by candlelight services. Who came? Who came to those? Came to the morning and the evening? It was great. It was really good. The youth put on an amazing show in the morning. They did really well, didn't they, guys? Really, really well. Uh, And then in the evening, amongst other things, we had... KPM Collective presents something that was a little bit different, I, I, I think, but very, um, very thought-provoking uh, and certainly kind of got people talking and thinking about it. And we really appreciated that. And uh, I put out a challenge, didn't I, to um, you know, invite at least one person to a Christmas service. And then also, come December, we had even more interest in, in Ashwood Centre, and then we got three offers. So three firm offers from, from nowhere to interest to offers. And we considered those offers. Two of them, one of them was a bit flaky, so we discarded that. Uh, one of them had, although it, it, was, it was probably the highest offer, it had a lot of strings attached to it. Uh, and if we accepted that, it could well be that, that we ended up losing it anyway, so we'd have wasted another year waiting for this Thing to have happened and it might not have happened and we wouldn't have been any the better off. So we finally accepted a no strings attached. It's the lowest offer but I believe it's the right one and the trustees believe it's the right one. Um, uh, and, and to be honest, things are going to happen incredibly quickly. So, you know, they, they want things, things off and running as, as soon as possible. So let me, let me go through just, just a few things. And I'm not going to go through them all again. Just, just a couple of things that I think were really important. And I think that rekindling of relationship with Airedale Church is really important. It's, that's a restoration of relationship. Restoration between two churches that used to work a lot together and as well as individuals that are part of that church and part of this church coming together. And it's also about covenant about recognizing that relationship and entering into a covenant, into a promise to do things together, to work together and to be accountable. I know on a leadership level for myself and Jeff and Ashita and Kath, um, that is, that's a relationship that we really value. And that's a, an accountability relationship that we really value. Um, starting Hope College, you know, clearly there's a need for good teaching uh, around the word of God. We live in a very postmodern culture, don't we? I've mentioned this a number of times in the year. You know, what's good for you is good for you. What's good for me is good for me, and never the twain shall meet. Well, actually, there are truths in the Bible. There are truths in Scripture which we need to get hold of and agree 
Uh, and so good, solid teaching is, is, is so, so important. And we've missed that for many years. And so the restoration of that mentality of wanting to give up and sacrifice time to, to really get into the Word of God and see what does He say about things, what does the Word say about things. So wonderful. Um, and even though this is another thing, even though the first two forms of outreach, the Alpha and the Soup, weren't too successful, um, that's what we're called to do. We're called to get out there and to tell the world about Jesus. That is our primary goal. Above everything else, that's what we are to do. We are to open our mouths and we are to tell people about Jesus. We are to make disciples of all the world. Well, you can't make disciples until they've got into a relationship with Jesus. And so we need to be in that. And as, as we come into 2015, that, that is the big push. You know, that, that we, we, you know, we want to do more. We want to be more. We want to be more open. And as we move into East End Park, in particular, that mentality of, of wanting to reach out to others and to tell them about Jesus, but also to give them an environment in which they can learn about Jesus, a loving environment, a warm environment. We're going to have to be on it. And I guess at this point, I, I want to say that, that this year is going to be a year of change. And as I was thinking about it the other day, it's all these kind of contract things were going back and forth about selling the building and, and moving to a new place. And, and it's almost like kind of starting church again, doing a church plant again. I felt a little scared. I felt, you know, here's me spearheading this thing, kind of wanting this thing to happen. And I felt a little scared. Because change is scary, isn't it? But rather than being scared, what did I say right, right you know, early, at the end of the worship time? The thing that's greater than fear is hope. And so I'm, dis- I'm choosing to hope for the best. I'm choosing to hope that when we reach into those communities, they're going to see Jesus in us. And I'm choosing to, to take that fear and I'm choosing not to let it rule me, but to actually give me energy to, to, to be bold and to be courageous in stepping out and reaching a community that doesn't have much of a church presence. And we all need to do that. You know, like I joked earlier about kind of, you know, your favorite seat. You're not going to have a favorite seat. You know, as a church family together, we're going to be moving together and doing this together. And it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot more out of you. It's going to take a lot more out of me and my family um, to, to reach this community and to build church in that area. Um, and so there's, there's an expectation that's going to be laid on each and every one of you to, to double up on voluntary jobs, to, to sacrifice more time. Um, if you choose not to do that, then, you know, that's, I can't do anything about that. Um, but there's been a number of prophetic words over 2014 about us moving as a family, as about, you know, not letting people go, not letting people fall off the edge, but actually moving both metaphorically and literally as a family together. And I believe that, and I'm going to hold to that, that prophetic word that we're not going to lose people because of this move but we're going to move together and we're going to then step out, each and every one of us, and we're going to support each and every one of us because I can't do it on my own. Myself and Kathy can't do it on our own. Uh, we need everybody involved. You know, it's a, it's a priesthood of all believers, isn't it? Not just individuals. So that's going to be uh, something that's going to push us and it's going to shake us, but take that fear and turn it into hope and use it as the energy to move forward. Um, Another thing that, that was very apparent as well was this creative thing. We've always been a church that have had that creative edge. In fact, a number of years ago, we were known as the church that did that mind thing, you know, that, that did that dance thing. And if you wanted somebody to do that mind thing and that dance thing, you called City Church Leads and the group that I know when I first started coming that Pete used to lead, you get them, come over and you know, do that, because it's powerful. Dance is powerful, mime is powerful, any form of creative, exp- you know, it's, it's just powerful. Um, and we started seeing that from kind of getting all that stuff in through doing the School of Media Arts and Mission to just recently, very recently, um, Ian Russell brought a prophetic word about us being a creative people in all sorts of ways, but I do believe he was specifically being quite artistic about that. Because God is a creative God, isn't he? And we're created in his image. 
So therefore, in each and every one of us, we are creative in various different ways. And so that's exciting. And that's it's very visual. It speaks to people. And so, you know, again, the, the, the challenge is, are, are we going to step out in that as well? Are we, are we, what, what, what talents do we have, you know, that, that we can really begin to use? So whether it's music, whether it's art, whether it's writing, whether it's, it's, it's using kind of social media and stuff like that. I'm looking at you, Ben, you've done some amazing videos that are put on social media. I love that kind of stuff. That's my creative outlet, is creating videos and using social media and using the internet. And I guess that's another thing we need to be aware of as we move into 2015, you know, that, that, um, we, that we can't avoid the web, can't avoid social media, can't avoid connecting in that way. It's a dark place and we are called to be in the dark places and it's relevant, and it's today, and it's now. So that's kind of my thing, but I could go off on that. But let's, let's, let's think about it, let's get excited about that, you know, that we are a creative people made in the image of God to be creative. So what can we do? What kind of things can we step out on that? I'm going to finish there, actually, because um, I'd, like, I'd really love you to take some time now. Again, use your white piece of paper and think about 2014. Either write stuff down or draw a picture. And we'll just take five minutes. Just, can we... You can tell me stuff. Can, we just have, can I just have three volunteers just to maybe come and share what's on your 2014 sheet? So three volunteers. So there's one. Well done, Mel. You're not just holding your pen up, are you? Anybody else? Thanks, Mark. And Rich? Okay, so Mark, do you want to come up first? There you go. You don't have to go into major detail about them, but just cover, it, cover the points that you want to make. I didn't really want to put my hand up, really, but... Oh, well, that's um, a good start, Mark. Thanks, mate. <laughs> but I thought I had to. Um, basically, um, the only thing that I was ever good at at school was art. But um, since getting saved, you know, the God has really put on my heart, um, you know, to show his, show his power, really, you know. And it's great that we touched on all these other things, but... You know, the Apostle Paul said, I didn't come with eloquence of speech, but with a demonstration of spirit and power. So I'm sure Mark will agree that um, all of us, including myself, could do with some uh, learning some new skills, you know, and sharing our faith. Right. Okay. One, two, three, seven, seven. Now. 2014 was the year of S in Zambia. I'm pushing it because everything else was S, you see. The beginning of 2014, we were given soil, we were given a farmland by the local, really the local chief, but an, an, a retired elder who had vision. And in, on, the, on the soil, there was a spring from which we developed streams to carry the water from the spring. We had the sun, so we developed solar power to drive a pump so the water could go to a storage 5,000 litre storage tanks on a hill on an anthill the waters enabled us to use our seed <laughs> to grow maize and <laughs> soya and we've purchased six sows which have now reproduced to the point that we now have 60 pigs. Yes, we've also enjoyed a lot of good service from local people, local volunteers who've acted to help us dig those fish ponds Oh, you haven't got the ponds in there, have we? The streams fed. We've now got three fish ponds that are growing fish. Unfortunately, their names begin with T. Tanya, Tilly, T sorry. There's about 2,000 of them in there growing away, at least the ones that are escaping, the, the snakes uh, and the lizards who are, have to be kept down from plundering the pools. Um, we, yeah, we're growing maize. But also we started, oh yeah, we're putting some scholars through school. Um, we've got 50 kids now this year who we're sponsoring through school. Thank you all those of you who've given 
to help us do this and get these children learning. We've also provided shelter for old people by providing roofs for huts and things like that and buildings. We've also provided sustenance. Yesterday, we, 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 we feasted 50 people, um, thanks again to your kind giving, and supplied a month's food supply for 50 people of elderly and needy people out there. And Jinan's efforts have started a sow and save society where the people can, can bring their savings to multiply and improve the local economy. Wow, that was brilliant. Mel, that was, uh, that was super. Okay, Rich, do you want to come as well, Kevin? Go on then. Stand here so we can record you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in the middle. Okay, I've headed this, um, what God has done for me in 2014, because I don't want to talk about me. Anybody can do that uh, with an ego. Um, but the first um, word has to be recovery. And it's been about recovering from, um, well, one thing was hospitalization. Uh, I was going to have my toe amputated, and that was healed. And um, I was diagnosed as diabetic, um, largely due to my excessive drinking, I think, and lifestyle. I am now under the level of what, don't ask me what these numbers mean, but you know what I mean. I'm, I'm no longer classed as a diabetic, uh, type two. Um, and that's, that's through um, the, the discernment that God gives you. When, if you ask him, because this is a thing a lot of people forget to ask and say, look, give me the discernment of what to do to get me through this situation, Lord. And he'll, he'll never, you'll, you'll never hear a silence. And, and then um, the liver um, had, had a lot of <laughs> damage um, through this whole rock and roll lifestyle, which people glorify, but isn't too glorious, really, uh, some aspects of it. Um, so that is now again um, under the, um, I don't know what these numbers mean. Anybody, have we got a nurse in the house? Um, but anyway, it's, it's mending itself and um, it's, it's, it's not, um, at first they, were, they thought it would never go back down again and it has. So thank you for that, Lord. And then we've had some wonderful time, Pete, and um, everyone and, 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 and everyone at KPM and Hope College has been a wonderful time, and I think it's important what Mark said about creativity because one thing that came out of that, some people were saying, actually, I'm not creative. That's like saying I don't breathe. You know, you are creative. We are born to be creative, and please, it, whatever, it could be the, the, draw, the drawings over here, or it could be. I don't know, um, multimedia, whatever it is. And um, I'll keep it short. Um, I've made some wonderful new friends, especially one of my editors, Holly, who we go for, I do uh, food and drink reviews now. I was gonna mention the stage as well because I, for years I've been chasing the stage to be able to write for them. And they actually approached me when I was in um, the recovery center for, um, and I call my official birthday um, May Day because um, although I'd, I'd been abstinent for quite a long time before that, that was the real realization and execution to say, that's enough, Lord. I can't drink. And people understand, and some people do, some people don't. That's not, that's not my problem. And that's not God's problem. God wants what's good for you. And that, when you make, listen to that little ear, that little voice, and you know. And I now can go into situations where there's champagne receptions or there's a, a meal with wine. And I don't ever think, oh, I'm missing out. I'm not missing anything. 
I feel really loved as well. That's the other thing. Um, reconnection with my family, who have been great. And that's something that you just, you just miss so much and you don't realize the hurt you've done. And, and now it's not a matter of repaying back, it's just for them to be proud of who you are and what you've done. Sounds like a very astounding year, Rich. That's brilliant. Uh, well, 2014 was a, was a really difficult year for us as a family. Very difficult. So when Mark asked for positives, I had to really think hard. <laughs> it was an end of two very tumultuous years, if I'm saying that right. Very difficult two years before that. We grew from four to six in two years. That's change. <laughs> then we moved house in January. Hooray! At last. And it was like pushing through mud trying to get this house. And I really thank God for the people here who pray for us. Because we noticed when you stopped when we moved. Because things really got difficult again. <laughs> But we moved from a small two-bedroom house, three-bedroom house, sorry, to a five-bedroom house which could accommodate our family and our work. And thank God for that, on top of a hill. So we moved. So I've got experience of moving, or trying to move, and really working through what God's saying to you and believing in it. But then, really, it's not really difficult times Basically, we just didn't know whether we were going to move for three weeks or not. But we moved eventually. And it wasn't easy when we got there either because I really spent most five days working, looking, you know, and then the sixth day working on the house, trying to get things done. So it's been a really difficult, really tiring year for us. But we moved. We're there. And God is with us. And some of you have been to see our house it's a fantastic house for us. So I really believe as we move this year, we may well find it's not going to be easy. Some things will click in, but other things won't. And we're going to have to really try hard and pull out the stops in order to make things happen. So let's realize that God's call upon this church. We're called to go to an area we've never been before. We're called to mix in a community we've never mixed before, but God has called us to go there. And he's called us to be there. And I believe we will, as we work through we will see changes, it, not only in us, because I believe God is going to change us, but God is going to change the community in where we, go, where we are going to make it better. And I reflect on what Mark says or something about new skills. I think, we, I think that's really prophetic of you to say talk about new skills I think we're going to need some new skills or we're going to have to pick up the old ones that we never used to be before we're going to have to pick them up and go with them Thanks, buddy. thank you very much so um, I'm not going to ask people to share on this one but the, the second part of the exercise is to take the yellow sheet and to, again, draw or write what is 2015, what, what, what are you after in 2015, or what is God already saying about 2015 to you? So for us as a church, what is 2015 going to look like? We've already touched on a few of those things. But the overriding, the, the overriding thought I keep getting about 2015 when I think about us as a church is just one word, and that's testimony. And that works on so many levels. 
There's going to be the corporate testimony of who we are as a church. So what story are we telling others as a church? What do we look like to others, to communities, to other churches? But it's also about, on a really pragmatic level, about us being real. And that, you know, the church isn't perfect. It's full of, of people with issues and problems. I mean, it's full of the Holy Spirit. But we've, we've all got things we're still dealing with. And if we're moving to a community that doesn't know Jesus so much, isn't churched in a great way, then they're going to want to see real people and not spit and polished people. So real people who can share their testimony, who can share life, who can share who they are. So on a number of levels, this 2015 for City Church Leads is the year of testimony. It's the year of being real, of being who we are, and just inviting people to join our family and to become a part of our family and to be adopted into our family. Because I don't know about you, but this is the greatest family to be a part of. The Church of Jesus Christ. It's the greatest family to be a part of. And I want to open my arms up wide and just say, you are welcome to come and join this wonderful family of which I'm a part. So for us corporately. So for the rest of you, why don't you just take now, just for, I'm not going to ask you to share anybody to share on this, but just to get you to think about 2015 and to start putting some things down on paper as to what are you looking for? What is God saying about 2015? In this house, we are real. But we also make mistakes. And when we do, we make sure we say sorry. We give second chances to anyone. And we also have lots of fun. In this house, we definitely forgive. We also do loud. We give the best hugs. We are family. And in this house, that means we, we love. love.